Welcome to a Drop Tent Media Production. The Porcupine with Adam Nutter. What's up, everybody? Welcome to The Porcupine, episode number seven, I believe. Uh, I am Adam Nutter. What's up, everybody? Uh, real quick, before we get into our guest in the show, uh, real some quick plugs out of the way. July 10th, this comes out Thursday, so two days from today, July 10th, in Chalfont, PA, uh, we have our monthly comedy show at the Pop-In is back. Uh, it sells out all the fucking time, every month before COVID. Get your tickets now. It's already three quarters sold out. <laughs> so you get two days to get those tickets. Guys, uh, go to my social media, go to droptent.com. The ticket links everywhere. It's myself, Neil Wood, Andrew Thomas, Tyler Rothrock, Jesse Dram. It's going to be a blowout first show back at the pop-in. I'm telling you, it's going to be a blast. So go get your tickets there. Um, July 12th, I'll be doing Chrissy uh, Mayer's podcast, The Wet Spot. And then after that, I'll be at the stand uh, doing Aaron Berg and Car- uh, Karen Freehand show, Frantic. Stop on by for that. That's going to be sick if you guys are in New York. Uh, and that's it for now. All right, guys, my guest today. The man, the myth, the legend himself, Dave Casey from Dave vs. Goliath podcast, man. What's going on? What's up, Adam? How you doing, brother? Good, man. Thanks for uh, joining me on this hot-ass uh, day, even though... It's too bad we couldn't do it in person. That sucks, uh, all the Skype stuff. We're kind of close. Yeah, man. We are in the region. Yeah, in proximity. Now, eventually, we got to do one of these in person and have a good time. I'm into it. For sure. Uh, I saw on the invite, you can bring whatever drugs. Please, yes, you can. Please yourself. I like that. Just We're- keep it. Hey, would I be a good libertarian if I didn't say bring all the drugs or alcohol you'd want? That's right. Enjoy yourself. Have a great time. Yeah. I mean, you're wearing your uh, you wearing your revolution shirt, your Ron Paul shirt. Yes, sir. I don't know if you could tell because the camera you're looking at me is shit, but this is a Ron Paul hat. So my buddy drew uh, like a cartoon Ron Paul head for me, and I made a custom hat out of it. <laughs> and everybody's like, "Is that Ron Paul?" I'm like, it is. Way to go, man! Fucking great. Uh, love the man. It. Um, so Dave, tell everybody about your podcast first and foremost and like where they can find it and what's it about and all that good stuff. Yeah, man. Uh, I started it, uh, the beginning of this year, I started planning it, I guess, towards the beginning of COVID, um, with the intent being to just kind of, uh, you know, it was pretty interesting time in the first couple months, you know, like I didn't know, uh, I was trying to basically keep the lines of communication open with my friends to just kind of like. It seemed like things were getting real dark real quick. And there was like, you know, no traveling over state lines and things like that. And I was like, you know, I had been ready for that. I was like, all right, everybody, it's emergency time. So we need to like, you know, talk more. And, you know, like I said, keep the lines of communication open. So I reached out to my good friend, Dan, and I said, I want to do this. I want to like kind of step out of my comfort zone. And because I've always been kind of just in the background supporting other podcasters, supporting activists like heist and whatever um you know listening to tom was listening to dave making memes for the caucus and whatnot <laughs> but after yeah man after COVID, i was like all right i must participate in this in some fashion so yeah that kind of kicked it off man and i am um, 10 episodes deep which is not a whole lot but quantity is not everything so um had some cool guests so far i had spike coming on mike heist um so I'm going to be speaking to Karen Ann later this week. Um, oh, that's cool. So, yeah, man, pretty heavy LP so far, LP-centric. Uh, but as we were talking just before the show, it's like it's a crazy time to be a Libertarian Party member. So it's kind of necessary. So that's where we're at. 
I totally agree, dude. Um, now obviously, like I said, you were both wearing our Ron Paul shit. So, uh, I'm assuming he's the guy who got you into the move, like the party, the movement, or were you always Liberty guy before him. And then you're like, Oh, this is my guy though. Like, you know, was it one of those? That, that was the guy that kind of like snapped everything into place for me. Like I was, uh, since it, you know, I'm a young man, 20 years old, I was, you know, damn the man. And, you know, but definitely I would say more on the left side of things. This was like, I came into my political awakening when George Bush was president. So to me, it was just like, all right, well, that's the problem. It's the right wing that's so awful. But, mm. you know, this is just, you know, part of being a rookie and part of just waking up and beginning to tumble down the rabbit hole. Right. But uh, yeah, fast forward to Ron Paul, man, like that was the guy who explained why everything sucks. Like you got to know about the Federal Reserve. Mm -hmm. You got to know about, you know, inflation. You got to know about sound money and these things that I just didn't didn't know about in the so yeah, that was definitely the the moment after the twenty the the two thousand eight run, but in, uh, maybe two thousand nine two thousand ten started getting real heavy into Ron Paul and uh, yeah when he when he I guess left the the twenty twelve run that's when I was introduced to the Libertarian Party and it wasn't in the best of terms it was like Gary Johnson came to a Ron Paul <laughs> rally and was like you know when you're done with your revolution I could really use your vote and I was like. I ended up doing it like a schmuck, but um, yeah, it wasn't the same thing as Michael Heiss said. There was there's the Gary Johnson campaign and the Ron Paul revolution, and these these things are not alike. So we're finding that out more and more, aren't we? Though. Oh man, yeah, it's it's wild when you see. Um, it's kind of like you're seeing the death throes of a dictator almost in the LP, where you have all these people who they we're in this position of power because the LP was such a joke for so fucking long where guys like you guys, like me guys, like high Smith, what name them, right? Name all the guys, whatever guys and gals, Karen and whatever they were. We weren't really caring because the message was a joke. The leadership was a joke. The candidates were a joke. And these people, they cared more about their social club and their little positions of power. than they care about pushing message, pushing Liberty, pushing and freedoms and now we're seeing that with guys like us and guy and girls like us and and, and, and our whole crew come in and be like no we're actually going to push that message we're actually going to push that liberty you see all these people all of a sudden oh now you want to work to combat us but you never wanted to work to combat the state right it's not about the state it's about their positions of power in fact i'll double down where i read something interesting today from a group chat where uh they said that there was some uh foia Article, uh, uh, things, uh, papers they got where they said that, uh, the uh, FBI plants were in every single part of the LP party and they were even there when they started the LP party. Yeah, I think that's pretty yeah. well documented at this point. And, yeah. and I would a hundred percent agree. And, you know, you can go back to like the church commission stuff of the 70s when, like, you know, they were like, there's the CIA in the media and the television. And then, yeah, of course. So they say that that position, oh, we stopped that program. Don't worry about it. You know, we stopped MKUltra. We stopped all these things. Don't worry, everybody. It's like, I don't think that's how the state operates. I think that they might tell you that every time you need to hear something. But yeah, man, the, all those programs, I'm sure, Mockingbird, they all continue on and get better and more advanced and more secretive. Um, so yeah, hate to put the tinfoil hat on this early, but that's kind of what I do. I'm happy to do it. I mean, there would be like, if, if you have a political party with the stated purpose of, you know, minimalizing to the smallest degree, the federal government, 
how could you possibly think that it's not infiltrated? Just like, I mean, dude, Monsanto gets infiltrated with COINTELPRO. Like, why would, excuse <laughs> yeah. me, like, Mon, like the green activists and things. Um, so, yeah, this can have it happen at the private or public level, man. So, of course, there's dudes spying on us, reporting back to other people. And, yeah, for probably 50 years. That's um, my guess. People, and this is, this is the fun one I throw out to people. Because, you know, again, you have... It's 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 annoying when again that word conspiracy right it's it actually it was actually uh kind of created by the CIA to dissuade people from looking into the Kennedy assassination that's the that's right. that's the origin of the word conspiracy theorist like look at this guy yeah. it's crazy the Kennedy got you know Kennedy got shot by Oswald okay sure you know but so I hate saying the word conspiracy because it's a negative connotation but we we don't have another word for it right now so I'm gonna say conspiracy but like um. You know, you start talking about Operation Mockingbird, like you were just talking about, right? Where the, where the CIA infiltrates the news organizations in, in America. And people oh, yeah. go, no. And I go, okay, listen to me. I go, do you know who Gloria Vanderbilt was? And they go, yeah. And I go, she was a CIA spook. That's true, right? She worked for the CIA. Like, she wasn't like an agent. She wasn't like a shooting it. But she, she right. was a popular figure. And then she got info for the CIA from, from the rest of the world, right? She, she's a fucking popular uh, figure. Yeah. Her, who's her son? Do you know who her son is? Uh yeah, that's uh, Diamond Eyes Cooper, right? Anderson, Anderson Cooper is her son. <laughs> you ever stare into his eyes? You'll just, yeah. You know, that's MK Ultra shit right there, MK bro. Ultra, dude, his Diamond Blues. <laughs> There's Diamond Blues or MK Ultra CIA, man. Bro, you don't get the blue yeah. eyes like that without some medicine. Shit. No journalistic uh, education, to my, to my knowledge. I'm pretty sure he went from CIA to CNN, he which, again, interned. Right there, right? That's what I'm saying. He interned at the CIA in college. Like, this is all, right. you could look this up. This isn't like, you know, and then now he just happens to be, happens to be one of the biggest names and faces and, and, and heads at, a, at one of the major news corporations in America. You're telling me that's it's a coincidence. Crazy. That's, it's the crazy that that's still considered news. And you, I, I'm talking like across partisan lines. Right. It's crazy that CNN is still, right. with Wolf Blitzer's history, um, yeah, these guys are just blatant propagandists. And uh, who's the guy? Ted Turner. Man, like this guy would be. I always think back to that picture of Nixon with uh, Elvis and the badge. Like, he's like, I want to be a cop. Yeah. <laughs> Nixon, was like, Nixon was like, no problem. Like, here you go. You have, like, the authority to go around your town. He handed him a, ba a badge, and I'm pretty sure Elvis would get fucked up on booze and quaaludes and drive around and, like, pull people over. But, like, that's how they do it, man. <laughs> I think, like, it's, I don't know. Yeah, but, like, that's – isn't it the problem, though, with, like, such power of, like, a state? is like, you'd be like, ah, you might freaking be a cop. It's like, oh, drunk sure. Elvis. Drunk peanut right. butter fucking banana eating sandwich Elvis. That piece of yep. shit. Or, yep. like, the Steven Seagals of the world. Like, he's like, I'm a cop. It's like, are you? <laughs> it's like, right. They, they blend this, you know, Ju uh, Julia Child, man, was a CIA asset. What? I didn't Spy know that. Spied for them during World War II. Like, really? I, think she, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, check that out, dude. I mean, again, like, she does – she didn't grow up in the agency, I don't think. I think right. she got kind of famous, and then they use these people to do certain, you know, intelligence gathering and stuff like that. Because no one's going to expect, again, Julia Childs or Gloria Vanderbilt to be fucking CIA spooks. That's why. Right. A great cover. If you would have said it in the 60s or whatever, 50s, you, again, that would have been completely laughed at. It's a fact. So. It's, uh, what's that What's that great line or quote where it's, uh, what's the difference between a conspiracy and fact, six months to a year? Yeah. It, yeah, dude. It's improving, right. That's the that's the thing, man. And right. like, I, I I really don't want to be the I told you so guy to all my friends. But like, back in March of 2020 was COVID 2019. No, what the fuck was COVID 2020? Right. 2020. Yeah. So March of 2020, the like the first when I was like, oh, it's coming here. I remember turning to my wife and going, hey, listen to me. I could guarantee you, 
this is either complete bullshit, complete bullshit, or this was like a man-made release thing to try to get control of whatever. And then even my wife at the time was like, and my wife's not a liberal at all or left, but she's not, she wasn't definitely a conspiracy person. She was like, no, it's probably just a real virus. I went, Steph, it's not. I, I guarantee you. Now, look, six, a year later, oh, Fauci in the lab and the, and the, it's like, yeah, but if you went back to March, all that information was out in March. That, oh, everything got leaked back to Fauci in March. Everything got leaked back to Bill Gates in March. All this, all this, because you had all the people who are not stupid go right online, do their own research, and they went, oh, this is all linked. This is all bullshit. This goes back to this lab. And everyone's like, you're crazy. You're cr all these doctors who are like, just just use vitamin D, you're fine. This isn't hurting anybody, you're fine. Don't intubate people, you're fine. They all got they all got like disbanded from their fucking practices. They got like silenced. And they're all right, though. Right. That's the thing. They're right. Yeah. So like, what do we do? You know, like, wh I, 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 at what point do we go, yo, fuck the NAP. Fuck all this shit. Like, th what they're doing is violating the NAP. They, they held us in our houses for a, a lie, which we all knew about. Yeah. Which is the second, which is the other annoying thing is now we're going along with a lie we know about because half of our friends and family and the world doesn't believe us. That's the thing, dude. That's the key. We have to hold on, especially people who are like in our age group. I think we need to be the preservers of the great before. That's our job right now. Yeah. Because kids that are 20, they grew up post 9-11, yeah. dude. So you're right. There's a sense of like if you tumble too far down into the bullshit, there's you can't even see what's right anymore. That's why 9-11 is still big for me. I'd love to remind people what it was like before then. And Dude, COVID is yes. the next phase. Yeah, and that's and that's what I so, – again, my wife – this, by the way, this, this if anything, red pill the fuck out of my – this whole thing, red pill the fuck my out of My girl too. Now, she went more conservative, not libertarian way, but she saw that they – that party doesn't care about her either. And now she's just like fuck all parties. Like she's not even going over with the liberty because she's like fuck parties. She's just like yeah. And I don't I, blame, I don't blame her by the way because she knows what's yeah. happening in our party because you know, she just hears me talk about it. I, I talk to her about. It. So she's like, well, you guys are a mess. I was like, fair. True. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, true. She's like, she always hated the left because they're fucking despicable. So right, and then the right's gross. They they don't they don't have they have no morals principles either. They just care about money and themselves, right? So like, and that, and that's the, that's the other thing about breaking like uh, your right leaning friends. It's like, hey, the cops aren't your friends. They shut down the businesses. They enforce immoral immoral laws. Like they are just as bad. <laughs> you know, it's like you can't. Yeah. You gotta you gotta ditch all this shit. But uh, this red pill to her the fuck out of her. And then she was like, "Oh, I get it." She's like, "This is all a fucking game. It's all a scam." And then she's like, "Well, when's it when's it going away? When's when's the pandemic ending?" I go, "Steph, it might, the pandemic might end." But I go, "Did nine eleven ever end?" Right. I go, "We go it's to the, we go to Mexico every year. We go to the airport. That's nine eleven." That that delay we have, even though yes. I'm, I'm pre-checked and all that shit, which is great. <laughs> but if you're not pre-checked and you have to sit, and I'm like, that's 9/11. Oh, the yeah. shoes, that's 9. I'm like, Steph, we were 14 years old when that happened, 13, whatever the fuck we were, right? But I'm like, we're still dealing with that. I'm like, this, we will. I, I say, you will die with COVID in your brain. Like, it's never going away. Absolutely. This is the color-coded yeah. chart thing, like that you deal with for 20 more years, or at least till the 2030 plan when they get, you know, if they're on schedule. But yeah, man, you know, you'll have the yellow all the way to red version of, you know, instead of it being terror, it'll be the right. the, the, the virus alert. And we're already on to the new variants and Delta this and all this bullshit. Um, and the people who bought the bullshit and have done heinous things to like masking your kid for, oh, for six or eight hours a day. Like, right. The, again, like 
they're probably too deep, dude. Mm. Like you, you can't go back from then. You got to make certain for your own sanity. I think that you're on the right side. So they'll probably just double, triple, quadruple down while, you know, people like me and you go, you're fucked up. You need to go back. We have immune systems. Let your kids (laughs) breathe, you know, normal shit. Um, yeah, they're gone, man. I'm, I'm, I'm shocked by the amount of people that are shocked. bought it in hook, line, and sinker, man. But, like, you know, we say we're shocked, but then if you really think about it, like, are you shocked? Because people, again, feed into the Obama years, like, he was a great guy when, like, and if you want to look at the Trump stuff where he, yeah, I mean, he might not, it's different than Obama, but, like, people fed into just the whole hype train of, like, I'm going to save the world. It's like, well, you lost. Even if you believe in that, whatever. my point is like, he's not there, right? He's not the president, is my point. Right. So it's like, it's like, it's people keep buying into too much bullshit. So it's like, I look around and I go, actually, no, I do believe it. Because everyone just buys whatever they want to fucking buy. Yeah. And, and you have those predetermined, um, oh my God, my brain is fucking fried. Uh, what I'm looking for. Like, uh, uh, these prerequisites of how you feel almost were like these pre feelings where you're like, no, I, I, I believe a certain way. I see how I always view my life is my parents view. So these are my feelings. These are my beliefs. And I'm going to not, no matter what news comes my way or information may come my way, I'm not changing it. Right. So we yeah. like, we go, well, did you see that mass and lockdowns actually have done nothing but hurt people go, well, where'd you get that news from? Where do you get your news from? Like, what do you mean? Yeah. This is a new phenomenon, dude. Like you didn't, I, and I, I'm not saying that Trump did it, but this is part of the Trump effect. So like when he puts out a statement, if he says hydrochloroquine works, then automatically half of the country will go, well, obviously that doesn't work. It's the opposite of whatever he, right? So (laughs) he doesn't need to be an honest person to say a statement and then just derail whatever he tried to do or whatever. So that's just one example. but yeah, I guess I shouldn't be shocked, but I am shocked with the way that the, like I always envisioned the state, if they were going to clamp down, like make a huge move like they did over the past year, that it would be like 1984 style, like boot on neck. But the 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 technology and the manufacturing of consent has gone on for so long. The, uh, uh, the Karen culture and the narc culture has been curated for so long that they, they've really got, mm-hmm. they've tapped into that. So they've gotten us like our neighbors don't really trust each other or like each other based on, you know, your conservative or liberal preferences here. And that, you know, this is all bullshit, man. And they did this over the past 10 years. You know, our brethren on the left was doing that 99. We are the 99%. They weren't concerned with, you know, your cultural leanings at that point. Now they are. (laughs) Right. Exactly. And like, that's, and and yeah, you gotta give credit to these fucking shifty bastards, man. They're fucking smart. The state, the deep state, whatever we want to call them. They're fucking smart, man. Like, I mean, they were able to, because again, and that uh, I keep I keep like cutting myself off, but like people have to realize like these plans aren't made up in 2019 and then released. They're made up in 20, like 2000, like 2002. Yeah. What the fuck? 1999. They're talking about COVID-19. Right. They're, they're setting this <laughs> like like I, I Sam Triplett said this one time, and it was brilliant. He goes, "These guys set up plans knowing they're gonna die, never seeing." So in other words, yeah. like these guys will like, so some eighty year old guy in two thousand two was like COVID nineteen in twenty nineteen. I'm gonna die. I'm never yeah. even gonna see it, but I'm setting it up. Like these guys yeah. are evil. It's pure evil. That they're serving a dude, and I, I don't get too much into the mysticism. I'm agnostic, but Same. if I'm growing down with my <laughs> religious or spiritual brethren, yeah, these guys serve a fucking dark lord. And it's the opposite of what we're doing. Because you and I, dude, are in a fight that we probably won't see the end of, too. Exactly. Except this one is for good. 
Um, and, exactly. you know, it's for truth and for honesty, and they operate in the opposite realm, the shadow realm of that, you yeah. know. And, and, and that, man, it's, it's again, I'm sick of, like, I'm like, when you see all the uh, Epstein stuff, and the Ghislaine, it's like, we, again, guys like you and I have been talking about pedophile rings for how fucking long? How fucking long? And now all of a sudden, we're like, oh, you guys know all the pedophile rings? We go, yeah. No, we do know. We've been talking about it. You guys didn't give a fuck. You guys right. would rather call us crazy than protect children, which who's the fucking asshole now? Us? And even, dude, even after all that, after all the Epstein stuff, all they have to do is go, Pizzagate. That's all, because, like, the, the propaganda, the, again, the you get one, one asshole who, you know, like, the media can morph that story. Man with gun walks into pizza. Oh, he thinks a underground human trafficking rings at a pizza shop. Isn't that hilarious, everybody? Ha, 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 ha. Right. Like, that's what they fucking do to right. just kind of discredit the whole thing. That was my, I mean, there's lots of uh, criticisms for QAnon, but one of the things I saw early was like, oh, they're going to take everything from JFK to 9-11 to COVID to human trafficking, all this shit, and lump it into big, one big thing that they can discredit. Right. Oh, look at all these crazies right over here who believe all this stupid shit. Flat Earth, you know, like throw all these things in, ridiculous with the true, with everything else, and just kind of right. know, make it, it all look it's, bad. It's funny, too, because if, if you see uh, the biggest proponents against, like, the, the pedophile conspiracies, they all get busted for child porn, all of them. Uh, there was that one dude who was, uh, again, Pizzagate, whatever, right? But, like, that one dude was like, Pizzagate, how it's a joke. That guy, who was a blue check mark on Twitter, got arrested for child porn. Dude, it's because these guys, and if you know anything about the Epstein story, their main currency is blackmail. Right. That's what they deal in. You do this. I, I'm pretty sure that's why Epstein had that painting of 100%. Bill Clinton in the blue dress. It's like, dude, they probably put Monica Lewinsky in the White House. Yes. Oh, uh, that one with you Bush. Know? You see that one we had with Bush with the paper paper airplanes and towers? It's like, yeah. that's a straight. Know what that is? That's That's almost like rich guy, I own you shit. That's yeah. like that's like rich because they're not jocks, they're not tough guys, but that's yeah. rich guy, deep state bolt where it's like you're in a yeah. dress. I own that's, you. Bitch. That's Rothschild poking, yes. poking the king, the prince's chest right yes. there. Yes, that's exactly yeah. what that is. And he's like, well, do something about it. And you see yeah. that judge just released all that connections between Maxwell Epstein and the Clinton family. He just he just ordered that allowable to like open up. Dude, this story still gets me, man. Um, it's weird because we still haven't seen proof of – like you've never seen, to my knowledge, a perp walk for Jelaine Maxwell. You've never seen a mugshot. You've never seen any footage of like ca you know, like camera footage, a cell phone, anything to, to even prove that she's alive or in custody or anything. So I got lots of questions about that. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's um, – how, how do we – I mean, I guess that's the question. How do we bring more people's attention? Because, like, the Epstein thing helped, right? That was big help. But people will still, again, it's like, what issues are important to people then to fucking pay attention to? Because if it's not hurting kids, I don't know. You know I what I'm saying? Like, I don't know what, what it, what's it going to do. What's it going to be? Because also another thing that I realize in this country is there's a certain group of people, probably more on the left, but they uh, love to call racist, but they don't give a shit that we bomb brown kids overseas to death every fucking day. I never hear them talk about it. Never once. So no. you, know, do only, you only care about the bullshit here? Because we're, we're, you, never, you, never, you never criticize our military for bombing 
you know, our presidents for bombing brown kids. All of them. They all do it. They they used to do that. I used to be on the left, and they had so many shortcomings. But one of the things, the thing that kept me there, and, and you know, was the anti-war stance. Mm-hmm. This was one of the major functions uh, of Barack Obama's presidency was to squash the last of the anti-war left. That's that's my opinion. That guy made it look good. He sold the uh, the health care plan, but also built into that cake was um, the destruction of the because you can't you couldn't criticize Obama for anything. Right. And he escalated all those things, all the drone attacks, everything, yep, you everything. know, oh, well, well, three well, or four well, more countries than Bush bombing every day. So, uh, yeah, that's that's how you get lost in the sauce. Uh, what is it? Bush started two. he tacked on four more. Right, I think, and then uh, I think his drone strike casualty rating for civilians was like eighty five percent. So like eighty five percent of drone strikes, he killed civilians. Right. So, and he liked. He's an agency guy, to yeah. my knowledge. So he likes that. He likes that he can have the persona of like the peace candidate. This is kind of what Trump did. He can go to a room and say bomb the crap out of them, and also I don't want to fight stupid wars. You can just say that. <laughs> he can say it the same day. I think a Trump person. Thanks, man. <laughs> uh, but literally, people he would just say whatever to whatever audience he was at. That, that's the beauty of having Cambridge Analytica to come in and go. Okay, look, we tracked the last presidential candidacy of Ron Paul. Um, here's what you need to say to reach these audiences. They like Alex Jones. They like freedom. They like liberty. We can avoid the peace and the the uh, non-intervention stuff, and we'll still win with fly, you know, we'll hit that nationalist crowd. And I think that's how they do it, man. He just said what he had to do. Yeah, like Chappelle course. said, just tell me what to say. I'll say whatever it I'll takes. Say, I'll say it. <laughs> I'll, say it. I'll say it. You know, whatever it takes. That's what I'm saying. That's all of them, though, right? I, I, you, I, again, this is fun. Again, I was talking to my mom. Uh, my, my mom is definitely more rightly than you. Like, she's a Trump person, my mom. And I was like, we're talking about the wars. And she's she's not for the wars, my mom, at all. But she, I was like, uh, well, the troops are still there, you know. And she was like, I was like, Trump could have pulled them out. She's like, well, Trump tried. I go, no, he didn't. I go, he easily could have just went, take him home. I wrote that. I'm like, he's actually the only guy who could do that. He's actually the guy to do that. <laughs> he's, he's their leader. He's the guy to go, they all come home now. But he didn't because he's playing the game just like everybody else fucking plays. Because he yeah. even knows, I can't pull these fucking guys out of here. I'll get fucking whacked like JFK or <laughs> whatever the yeah. fuck else happened to. You know, so, yeah, he, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, I'm like mom, it's a fucking, it, it, this is a game. This is a game, and you lost. <laughs> like, yeah. we're, we're actually, we all lose. Absolutely, man. I view Trump as, like, uh, that, that character in Titanic, the... The lady character, the new money. Remember, she was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. so like that. You got you got your Bushes and Clintons, like these legacy guys, like on the boat, and then here comes new money with you know like just kind of a crude, you know, like way about way about him. But he's he's in the game. They can't stop that. So he's set up MAGA. I think, dude, that's how you rebrand. It's a corporate rebrand. It's a um, yeah. His kid's going to be president, I'm sure. He's got at least one, two probably that could run for office and win. People love this. I think it has to do with our British bloodline that we love like royalty and family. Like uh, we did it already with the Clintons yes. and the Bushes. Exactly. You know, it's, exactly. Yeah. it's disgusting. We, we uh, yeah, because like that's what people would say like the Kardashians are like our royal family. I go gross. Don't say that. But like also, yeah, what is the upset? I think that's why. As much as we're like fuck England as a country, we're still like we still always in our culture will some some part of it always somehow seek back to that fucking crown somehow. Yeah. Dude, check this out. Here's the, and again, it's just fun to think about. But Prince Harry and his smoking hot wife just had a kid on American soil. Yes. So that kid in 35 years could be like king president. 
Oh, dude, sick, actually. King Fred would be cool. Wouldn't that be wild? Bring the monarchy back, right? Crush democracy. King Fred I'm, I'm anti that. it, but when you say king president, I'm all in. <laughs> My fantasy nerd brain comes in like, well, king president sounds kind of cool. Oh, God emperor, Harry. God emperor. Oh. God emperor is cooler. God emperor. <laughs> God emperor, then I guess sun king. No, sun king. No, God emperor, sun king, king president. Three cool. But here comes Baron. Here comes Baron Trump to slay the demon with his sword of fire. <laughs> I can't wait. Uh, so where? All right. So all right. So let's talk about I guess internally a little bit. Um, LP stuff a, a little because I do want to cover that for sure. Uh, yeah. Twenty twenty one conventions happened a lot already. Like we had the PA one, and we all. I'm not gonna rehash the PA convention again. It's been talked about the fucking death. I talked about it on this show. Everybody talks about the convention, but we know that's over now, and we're already. Re- programming for next year and we're going to regroup to crush that shit i love your attitude dude yeah because we're it's it dude listen i, I was a, i was a voting member right so i was allowed to vote and stuff like that but like uh it's fucked up what happened like i was blown away and then like all these fucking cowards still talking shit like still yeah. at the state like I'm, I'm also the state board rep for bucks county in pa so like I, i'm 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 on all the state board meetings and here in the fucking uh fork tongue double speak from some of these motherfuckers man just cowards yeah. won't say it to your fucking face ever, ever. They'll never say it on the phone call, or Zoom, or to you, but they'll fucking go online and type a diatribe on Facebook about it. I'm like, no one's reading your novella, bro. Yeah. Just say you suck and move on. Like, no one cares, like, what you have to fucking say. Uh, so, like, I, I'm just kind of getting real over it, and a, a lot of what I'm hearing is, again, we saw a lot of people resign already. Like, Henchman resigned, which, by the way, his name's Henchman, so funny. I like, know. He so, pulled, like, I, sometimes move. I feel like, yeah, we're just in a game, a simulation here. And they're fucking with us. How, how aren't we? It's like, you know, it's like, <laughs> how aren't we? It's, yeah, it's, he's gone. And then you saw everybody else resign after him. Uh, a lot of people resign after him. Um, that guy, Longstreth, uh, he's a piece of shit uh, from Alabama. That guy, I, I, I openly challenged him on the Michael Heist podcast. I'm, Michael Heist on my podcast, last episode before yours. And I was just like, I was just kind of ripping him. And I was like, you know what? I'll do it again. I challenge you, National Convention Reno MMA exhibition match for charity, bitch. Fight me. Do uh, it. Because that dude was like yelling at Karen Ann at the, like, you know, like, uh, it's, it's, it's all these like weak, low T men. And that's a problem, I think, in the Libertarian Party. It's like this culture of like, they're afraid to have hard messaging. And they're afraid to fight the Republicans, the Democratic, and the state. They're like afraid to do that because they can't even get past someone calling them stupid. Like they can't get past memes. Yeah, I don't think they want to fight the state, man. They don't. I don't think that they're capable of that. And I don't think I think they want to join the state but be a better version of it. Which is, you know, I'm not here to shit on minarchists, but that's like maybe an argument against that a little bit. It's like, well, we think we can just get in there and you know wear the right suits, wear the just we're we're yellow instead of red and blue. Like it's not no man, that's not what it's about. Right. Yeah. Um, and it's not just about winning elections. And it can be later when you're awesome, but right now you need a lot of help <laughs> from the activists, from the movement, and you know you but, need you're going to let us in. <laughs> again, and this goes back to what I said before about they all snuck in here to this party when no one gave a shit because it was a joke. Yep. And now yep. they, these are really what these people really are. They're mostly Green Party people. Or progressive Democrat, and they have some of the neocom, you know, people on the right who are in there. But like, it's mostly left-leaning progressives or Green Party people who are in the party, and they think like this is this is progress. It's like this isn't progressivism. This isn't GOP shit. This isn't right-wing shit. This is libertarianism. It's its yeah. own thing. You have parties for that. Go make your own. 
Make your own. That's what they want us to do. Like, oh, you're coming nope. in and ruining what we've built. You go start your own fascist party. <laughs> no, man. That's got it all wrong here, sir. That's not how. Let's go back to 1971 if you want to examine, you know, what they were talking about in David Nolan's living room. Right. That's, and his strategies. That's what they that's what they think. They think that they could it's their party. Yeah, man. Some of it, I think, is is youth and inexperience. Um, I, I could be wrong about that, but um, and it's obviously, I think, based on the location of the Libertarian Party. I don't know why you stashed that thing right in Alexandria, Virginia. To be perfectly honest with you, you should slap it down there next to Mises Institute or you know somewhere away from the Beltway because it's just destined to to be corrupted again, probably forty or fifty years ago. Because they they, they, they they want to be part of the mainstream so badly. That's all they care about. Again, like what's the biggest fight? Another big fight right now internally, right? It's like, what's more important? Getting people elected or the messaging? Well, if you ask me Dude. personally, I mean, I, I definitely hear what you have to say, but mine's quicker. It's just messaging. Messaging brings candidates to two elections. In other words, like if that messaging's out there, people will see the L in that candidate's name and they go, oh, that's a libertarian guy. Oh, I like their message. That's the fucking way to do it. You don't just send out and win nonsense inspector of general elections of fucking Bucks County that mean nothing. Uh, having a libertarian for that means nothing. Having a libertarian for fucking local bullshit 101, whatever the fuck you want to call it, is nothing. But the message that Dave Smith brings to the table going on Rogan is way more than, again, fucking some guy, some asshole running for what? Chief of elections? Who gives a shit? <laughs> What's his message going to be? Is he really going to speak to the people? Are they going to go, what would the chief of elections have to say? No one says that. So I think messaging first, then bring, that brings candidates. But, I mean, I want, definitely want to hear what you have to think about it. Yeah. I, yeah. I, again, I, I'm skeptical of the majority of the LNC. I love me some Karen Ann. I know there's some good people. But I'm skeptical of them based on, you know, what I've seen over the past just, let's say, like 20 years. So – Again, I think that they would rather not be not necessarily just to keep their own like their club, but basically what this nonprofit does is run a jobs program for like a few unremarkable people where they raise money every four years. Right? Like that's what they want to do. Look at the numbers, Nick would tell you. Look how many votes we got and how much money we took in for Gary Johnson. It's like, but that's from the mind of a of a political animal, not somebody who wants to start the revolution or kickstart, restart the revolution, whatever. That's somebody who wants to get high vote totals, you know, like based on what his projections are, right? Again, we're talking about 2%, 3% could be considered a success. Um, and their time preference is just, he's got a thousand years, dude. He's right. got a thousand years to wait because they don't care as long as there's a lot of money, I guess, for some people to be made in being the opposition. That's not what I'm interested in. I'm interested in creating a radical political party. I'm pretty sure that that's what the majority of the Mises Caucus is interested in, too. Give this thing some teeth for the first time ever? Mm -hmm. That's what I want to see. They don't want to see that. No, again, it, it all goes back to they just want to be able to go, I'm the chair of Missouri. No one yeah. cares. By the way, I am the chair of Newcastle County, <laughs> Delaware. Big cheese around here, baby. That's right. Yeah, we had, we had ourselves too. a nice little takeover. Uh, no, I, yeah, that is funny, dude. I, I, we actually have our meeting coming up in two weeks. Our uh, bucks. Cause we, again, there's fucking 
drama going on. Uh, I, I, I just now it's a legal issue, so I, I I'm not involved in it, but I definitely don't want to talk about it because now I know for a fact it's a legal issue. But there was, let's say, between a Mises guy and another non-Mises person in Montgomery County, there's a little incident, and now there's lawyers being involved. Let's put it that way, because these people was it a physical altercation or was it? Yes, but like, not what you think. It wasn't like a fight. Okay, not yeah. at all. It wasn't a fight. There was not a punch thrown. If that's what you're asking me, not okay. one thrown. It, it's no, it, it, dude. If it was, it, it would have been a very one-sided fight. <laughs> no, no, no nap was broken here. I, no, but that's what he's trying to claim. One of the guys. Yeah, of but course. It's not. It's no. It is. It's a bunch of tough guys who who go online and they posture a lot online, and then sometimes they're in the real world and they forget who the fuck they're dealing with. Yeah. That's what happened. You got to come to convention, bitches. That, oh, dude, <laughs> wild. Why, yeah. How I? By the way, at our convention, this is and this this is this is a fun thing. Um, I forgot the guy's name, but he's no longer. He's, I think he went to the Green Party now. But he part oh, of yeah, the Prag, he was part of the Prags. He stood up in the middle of the convention on the microphone, and now the tent was kind of split, like Mises one side and everybody else on the other side. That's just kind of how it naturally fell because we all just kind of congregated, you know. And uh, he stood up, looked at the left hand of the tent, and said, well, half this convention is full of racist and misogynist. And then he did this, like, to bask in it. I'm not kidding. He basked in it because we started call booing him, of course, to fuck himself. And then I just started looking around the tent, okay? And I look at their side, and it's just a bunch of angry white dudes and some, wo some white woman. Then I look at the Mises side, all the women, all the people of color. On our side, yeah, they they project. They project. That's, what, that's what lawyers do. That's yep. what demons do. Yep. Double speak, legalese, baby. That's what they do. I've just noticed that constantly. Yep. Oh, they want to take over the party. They want to cheat. Yes. They want to kick people out. They want to, you know, take. No, no, no. <laughs> we we're, we're cool and we get along with everybody. And uh, you know, it's lame to go. I'm not a racist, but you know what? We're like. I'm pretty sure. I haven't even experienced any of that stuff, man, around our circles. And these are good people. Um, and I know – again, I can't apply this to everybody, but I've known Mike Heiss for over 10 years. I'll be going to his wedding this year. That guy is as real as mm -hmm. it fucking gets. And if anybody – that's why I'm – I don't – since I know him personally and I know the, the, the type of person he is, the character uh, of Mike – it, yeah, it enrages me when I hear people, oh, dictator for life, Mike Heiss. It's like, what the f – you want his caucus? You want him to, like, put his position up for, like, Democratic votes? Eat shit, bro. That's why all your <laughs> systems suck. You dude, guys are uh, just – Yeah, no, shout out to Heiss, dude. I mean, I, I've been getting closer and closer with Heiss over this last year because we, we're – I mean, we're not too far from each other. He comes to all the bus meetings. He speaks meetings. very highly of you, man. Oh, really? I knew, oh, I, that's awesome. I knew it would be a good experience to come on here. Oh, yeah, thanks. Thanks, Mike. He's a fan. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, he's. Uh, I love. I love Mike. We're getting definitely closer and closer. But yeah, that that and and, they, and by the way, they have an unhealthy obsession with heist. Oh yeah, people like the, all these troll accounts, and that's the other thing too. <clears throat> we have a few people who unaffiliated with Mises, who might say some outlandish racist shit online, and we go, yeah, we don't know that person. Yeah, these people are actively making Gadget the Cat, which is Mike's cat, troll accounts. And like going online, uh, doxing his fucking fiance, telling people where uh, he's gonna have his wedding. Like, um, oh, one of that that same account when Josh Joshua Smith, you know Josh Smith, obviously, uh, Joshua Smith, yeah. uh, 
He said, he's like, hey, my son's going to the hospital. I have to hit my son. And then the next day, he was like, hey, my son's okay. This piece of shit goes, oh, I'm sorry. Your son's uh, dick went into his b- vagina. Too bad he couldn- didn't die from it. That was one of the worst things I've ever seen on and Twitter. And then it's like, dude, if I find out who that is, I'm going to beat the shit out of him. Fuck Josh. I'll I'll, I'll do it. He's I'll probably in PA. I bet he is. No, no. I Listen, uh, I'll talk to you off air about it. Noted. I'll talk to you off air about it. I, I don't, I don't, I, off air, we'll talk about it. I can't. This, I know. This is, yeah. I'm not editing this. You keep this, this channel. Out. You keep it safe. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. I, off air before we go, I'll we'll we'll talk about what's going on with that. But yeah, these these fucks, man. And this is what I'm saying. They project. They're the ones doing all the troll accounts. They're the ones on there going like, calling us right, call blatantly lying through their teeth again th- with the heist thing. He's it's this isn't a fucking pack. I mean, this isn't a fucking political party. The Mises Caucus. It's a caucus. Yeah. There is no elections awesome. if this is want to be. That right. works. And they're dumb. Nah. They're done, and then they always try to get us on like. Do you see the GOP Mises filed uh, uh, a pack, and that has nothing. Yeah. To, that's like the actual GOP party. It has nothing to do with us. Yeah. And they're yeah. like, oh look, they say they're not Republicans. This is, and then we went, that's actually not us. The numbers are different. If you could tell, this is ours. And it's like you guys are just. By the way, with a second of research, they could they would have known that. But they don't want to do the <laughs> yeah. research. They want to just because here's the thing, you go yeah, online, gotcha. right? You go online, you put something out there. People only read the first thing. That's why all these scumbag newspapers, they'll put out a crazy headline and article that's wrong. They know they're going to have to retract it. They'll retract it two months later on the sixth page where no one's yeah. going to read it. This is a thing. feature, not a bug. This is the way they do it. Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely, dude. They operate in that scummy but legal realm. Disgusting. Let me ask you this. How, how do you, what's the best way to combat this? How do, you, how do we beat this? What's your thoughts on doing it? So first, I'll just say that my way, my way in my four years in the caucus uh, is to like really go for the jugular with these people. Like I don't fuck around with them when I see it. And if they go around, if they go after my people, which is a heist and anybody, the, the caucus, uh, my local Delaware Mises caucus, or even like our thought leaders by extension, you go after Dave, you go after Tom, whatever. Um, these are the guys that are kind of, you know, on the chessboard, we're all making moves together. So um, that's usually been my way of if, if anybody uses the like, you know, racist, nationalist, uh, uh, homophobe, all these things like these are words that get people fired. Mm-hmm. Like I, I own my own business, so I'm not really I'm, I'm, I'm free with my words. But you can fuck somebody's life up with this stuff, and I'm sure you've experienced it in your party. I, we're going through it in our party. One one guy, dude, he's been there for 12 years. He hasn't done dick, and he wants to you call people, you know, the brown shirt caucus or the MAGA caucus or the fascist people, you know, white Nash, all this, all this shit, dude. I went to my first uh, meeting last month where I chaired, and <laughs> we had a talk at the end where he and I just. You know, from two, three feet away. I know that's not CDC standard, but we had to talk for, you know, for quite a bit. And I said to him, I was like, dude, look down at my feet. And I said, stare me in the fucking Birkenstocks and call me alt-right to my face. And, like, that's what I meant. Like, look at these people. I'm staring at this dad over here who brings his 17-year-old son. You've called, like, brown shirt. Like, what the fuck is the matter with you, dude? These are good people. Like, really good libertarians and good human beings. So like, I don't look, you can call me whatever you want. You can call Heiss a dickhead. You can say his, I don't, I don't know. I think that's weird that they dedicate this much time You can call me whatever you want. But when you cross that line, like, I don't, I'm not trying to work with you. I'm trying to discredit you mm-hmm. like fully. So this guy on, on our 
team down here, man, he's got a little bit of time right now. He's fucking around bigly. And he's uh, he's almost, I would say, going rogue um, and preventing, you know, officers in the party and the board from getting their social media account access that they should have should have had a month ago. He's really pushing it, man. So um, we're trying to go through the correct channels. But <laughs> like I'm telling my people like, yo, when you're ready for me to go through Twitter channels, like the big channels mm -hmm. and let people know who this motherfucker mm -hmm. is, then we could do that, too. We can go that route. That's yeah. That's another thing, too, that. These people don't fucking get, man. And, like, listen, I'm not saying I'm anybody fucking big in this party. I, I'm just saying, like, mm. I have a little bit of a fucking uh, at least following behind me. A little bit we of have, a... We have people that, me and you and I, dude, we're on the same level, but we know the people who know the people exactly. who will drop the hammer. Exactly. So. so I'm like, I'll fucking call Josh right now. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'll call Heist right now. Like, dude, don't make me. Like, I'll fuck. But, like, the and then, you, and then that's the thing. It's like, our... We have more followers. We have we our message hits more people. If you and I'm, I'm not saying like look at my Twitter follow. I'm just saying though because people care. We have to say you don't inspire anybody. Go to your fucking That's Twitter bad. following and you have 70 followers. Not because you're not good at Twitter. Not because you're not. It's because you suck. It's because you don't inspire people. No one wants to. No one will lead into battle with you. But I'll, I I'll follow Dave and Tom that. Woodson to a battle because they're fucking. They, they inspire me. You know, and yep. I hope I could do that to people too. Not to their level yet, but I hope I could at least get some people like, yeah, fuck, you know, that's, that's my goal, right? To get the fucking fire going. Like, like I'm, I'm like Bane. <laughs> the fire Dude, this is the this is the only <laughs> way we're going to do it. This is, again, I voted for Gary Johnson in 2012. Same. I voted for Gary Johnson in 2016. Right, I right. voted for Joe in 2020. Same. So it took me a while to go, all right, this sucks. I can only expect so much from a party that I'm not doing anything in. So I can, you know, I'm bitching for a couple years and, you know, I'm watching the caucus, you know, make moves and I'm helping Mike with like graphic design and some stuff from the sidelines. But it wasn't until uh, like November, December last year that I was like, all right, I'm going to start showing up. I'm going to start doing the work because I can't, I can't bitch the way I want to about the job that's getting done if I don't do anything. So. Yeah. No, Dave, I feel the same way, and that's why I started getting involved, too. Uh, because, again, I was part of the – technically part of the party. Like, I was, like, you know, a member of the party, the LP. I had my card and everything. Right. But I was like, sure. uh, it sucks. And then, like – and then, again, same thing. I was like, well, I'm complaining to no one. I'm just yelling in the fucking void. So, like, do something about it, pussy. You know, that's what I said to myself. And now I'm part of the Bucks and all that shit. But, like, uh, I, I think it does take it's, – it's not – it's you're right. It's not just enough just to join up. You have to fucking actually make a push for something, because what yeah. the fuck are we doing here? Totally, man. That's why I hate any of these. I don't hate. I hate to use that word. Same. <laughs> I, um, I don't appreciate <laughs> when some of the dudes in our circles shit on the efforts that are being made. Because, I mean, I was there. I was in that group day one, and all Mike Heiss called, and I love that dude, and I loved Ron Paul. So. I probably wasn't as gung-ho as he was in the beginning. Um, that was kind of like slowly and then all at once right. kind of thing. Um, but, you know, I can do some quick inventory from 2017 till now. And, dude, we've moved mountains. Mm -hmm. I say we. Like, I, you know, really, I owe Mike. We all owe Mike so much. Like, just he, – he's that, like, proverbial Paul Revere character. Hey, everyone, do you know who Nick Sawwalk is? He's fucking <laughs> – you must yeah, yeah. know about you know like we we needed that to happen. The, I'm, I don't know about you, man, but from 2013, I used to play in bands when I was younger, and I I would write about liberty, write about the stuff that like Ron Paul inspired me, you know, to do. And um, and then when he kind of pieced out and the movement kind of fizzled, I really didn't. 
that was kind of like my most black pilled period was 2013 to like 2017. Um, didn't really know what to do like with myself and like artistically and politically. And, um, and then when Mike started the, uh, the caucus, I volunteered to just like help out with some memes and design work. And that's dude, that's led me to here. It's like Josh Smith would start to hit me up. Dude, I'm working on my campaign. Can you make me this meme? Yeah, sure. I can bust that out. Hey, can you work with gifts? Like not yet, but I'll figure that out. Can you do video? Not yet, but I'm going to try and figure that out. You know, like that's, just getting into it, kind of getting your hands dirty a little bit. And now it's again, only four years later, dude. And we are the party. The tipping point has happened mm -hmm. and we have a lot to look forward to with Angela, who I think, yes. you know, is going to be amazing. And then again, 2024, if Dave Smith, yeah. we're lucky enough to like have that campaign on a, a national campaign. Imagine it's not just Dave Smith, but there's Dave Smith, Ron Paul libertarians running for office alongside him. And yes. it's just, it's so exciting, dude. It, it, so it I don't is. really want to hear about taking this energy and putting it in the GOP. That's about the stupidest fucking thing I ever heard in my exactly. life. Exactly. Why would we do that? <laughs> why would we do that? It's <laughs> not, only, not only why would you do that. It's like, dude, so, the science says you can't just take this energy and move it into the GOP. It belongs here. Right. This is where Ron Paul's energy belongs. Mike, I said that too. This inspired me. Like if, if we don't, if the LP doesn't preserve Ron Paul's legacy, who's going to do that? The GOP is not going to do it. This needs to be the home for that moving forward for the next hundred years. You know what I'm saying? We're doing that early groundwork, bro, where we can make it sustainable for people in the future. I can't wait till somebody wants to run against me as chair of my county who's like, actually qualified <laughs> right like, right right like, you know what i'm saying well, eventually that's kind of gonna happen right you have mises mises running against each other that would be great no it's it is radicals great. and whatever right. else just you know like the people who want it the most and right. who are the most radical the most willing to go that extra mile to do it because it's thankless work and it's long work it's like you don't get to that like world series game where you hit the home run and you win like it's not that's not the way this is going to go ever I, the, the delusion on their side too of like they're the ones bringing all these new people in and they're the ones raising all this it's like it's clearly us it's they not even like, remotely true so they, like, get, they get to say that but it's yes false which is annoying because they do get the LP technically has to go like all these new members and they can't prove <laughs> you know that it was us but it's like we know like okay yeah. and a very annoying thing that happened in my last meeting uh, last month was I was talking to uh it's not his, I won't even say his name. I was talking to somebody who's elected somebody in Pennsylvania who's not on our side. And and we were just uh and I was like, Hey man, I was like, I get what's happening here, but I'm like, you have to understand at the Bucks meetings, there was four people coming here until all of us started showing up. Now there's twenty, thirty people in meeting. I go, You're gonna tell me that was this chair, this former chair? And he's like, Well, actually, he's the one who was consistent. I went, That means nothing. I go, the fact that you're even defending this is fucking, that, that, that's how you, like, they can't be honest with me. Like, we're, we're alone. Sure. You, can, you can just be like, no. <laughs> but you, can, you can't even do that. Like, he has had to be like, no, actually, it was, am I, am I, am I a dumb four-year-old child? Like, am I, a lot of things, yeah. We want, we want the credit. I <laughs> mean, that's, that. yeah, like, look, we're, we won't get it, dude. You're going to have to wait for that PA victory till next year. Yeah. Again, I love your attitude because yeah. it is you. It's, you know, they all the, they got all the fouls lined up and um, you guys are getting ready. Oh, buddy, just... my parents, I already have, they're still in Staten Island right now, New York. I already have them signed up for this PA state LP. They're already paying their dues because they're moving out here next year. They're already hey. coming to the convention. 
Your parents? That's my, so my parents great. Already come, they're already voting against all. Like, we're going to have 500 fucking people there on our side. It's going to be 600 awesome. people at the convention, 500 Mises people. Like, it's going to, we're going to beat the shit out of them. But, like, it's like, that's what you fucking get. We gave you the chance to play nice. All you had to do was be cool. That's it. Because, again, you said it before. It's the projection. We weren't trying to kick anybody out. We're not trying. We're still not. I mean, now certain people, for sure, I think. But, like, overall, we're not. Like, we're still trying to work with everybody. But, like, we're like, hey, let let these new people vote. Like, everyone's cool. Let's work together. Let's just move. We have ideas. You guys have ideas. Let's work ideas together. Nope. All right. Well, then eat dick next year, man, because that's what's going to (laughs) happen. Yeah, you had a chance, man. That's over. It's over. I mean, I'll say this for uh, our state chair, Jen Moore. She has so far followed through with her promises. So far. (laughs) She's the the blonde woman, right? She used to be. Yeah, she just came and she spoke at our Liberty Speaks event. She seemed like she's got her, you know like a good mind um not didn't seem like an activist to me that's but that's okay like yes she she's more of a politician person but she definitely leans more the prag you know that side not she's not Mises but again you know I talked to her and we had some people talk to her she ain't got no caucus though oh she ain't got no caucus where's the house I I don't even know if she was actually technically part of the prags but uh, I will say this this is fucking you know Joe Van Wagner by any chance just a bad way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, for anybody listening, he's just a, he's a he's a great guy. He's a he's a PA guy. He does a lot of work in the movement. Like you know, but uh, <laughs> at the state meeting, at the state board meeting, uh, someone mentions the Prague dissolving, and he he just starts clapping. <laughs> and then Jim Moore goes, "Oh, Joe, you had," he goes, "Oh, Joe, you had." I'm sorry. She's like, "Oh, Joe, you, you, you raised your hand for something." He goes, "Uh, no, I was just clapping for the Prague dissolving." <laughs> <laughs> I try to make jokes in my yeah my my call maybe like two weeks ago about the chair resigning and nobody nobody laughed like <laughs> oh I got a, I got a good laugh at, good. I mean I hope I am a comic but uh at uh when, when I won the uh, board rep vote which we all what, what uh, ran uncontested actually but we still had you know you know how the rules go you still have to fucking vote so I had to give I gave a speech afterwards I was like all right guys I just want to say the uh, rivers will run blood with the red of our enemies <laughs> and, uh, I'm like we're gonna be doing a lot of killing oh my god no, I'm kidding it's fine but uh it's, 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 anybody who voted Noda you're all gonna y'all gonna get it <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> uh, starting with you I just fucking have an accent <laughs> <laughs> no but uh, yeah it's like just get involved and that's the thing and that's people. You know, I do get hit up from some people like, hey, how can I help in, like, you know, my community? I was like, hey, man, just get involved. Or, like, just yeah. – if, if, if your county doesn't have a LP, start it. Yeah. Like, that's important that's, too. That's the move, dude. The easiest the, – be- the, the biggest hurdle for me, I think, was jumping into a something that I knew was already a social club with people that have been hanging out for years that, to be honest with you – Lots of them didn't see libertarianism the same way that I did. So I was like, this is this looks like a real uphill battle. And then at the Jorgensen event, I hosted that event at my my business down the street. And uh, I ended up meeting a lot of great libertarians and we exchanged numbers and they came back, you know, a week or two later. And everybody was like minding their P's and Q's and it was in the campaign. So nobody was like would say anything about that campaign or how it was run or anything. But a couple of weeks later, people were willing and were like, yeah, I, 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 I am a libertarian, but this is not the way that I would want it to be 
presented. So that was kind of the birth of the Mises Caucus here. It was like, oh, everybody who was putting on this show for Joe didn't really like feel it. Got it. All right. Like if we're all in that same boat, let's let's bro down and let's take on these jive turkeys over here. Yeah, that's yeah, because uh, obviously it was uninspiring again. She was just, yeah. I mean, that, and once you start to go bend the knee to the mob, when, you know, it's not enough to be racist, you have to be anti, like that tweet. Yeah. It's like, all right, well, we're done here. <laughs> it's, the idea, Again, yeah, played it's, it safe. She just played it safe. Played and it I, safe. Felt, yeah. I felt bad for, no, not, I didn't feel bad. I, I had Spike on the show. We talked a little bit about it, but he's so good at what he does that, like, I was like, oh my God, this guy can't even say what he wants. Because it's her campaign. Right. But he's good enough that where he can, like, kind of explain what she meant, but not be – you're not lying and you're not unlibertarian. But, like, that's a, that's a real chore to keep it real as a libertarian, as a number two on a political campaign. I, that's a – yeah, A lot of people don't know that who aren't in the LP. Like, like it's not like the other two parties. You just pick your running mate. It's like right. it's voted to you. So your running yeah, mate is they just – no shit. <laughs> of course. <laughs> they did not want of that. That was course. a liability. Oh, your nipples are out there on the internet already. How are we going to cover this up, Spike? I mean, obviously, Larry Sharp would have been a much better candidate than fucking Joe Jorgensen. If we're, you know, if we were. Or, yeah. Or obviously Jacob yeah. Hornberger, obviously. But, like, my, my point is, like, there were so many better uh, choices instead of her. And, then, and then, but didn't we raise, yeah. like, 4,000 signatures for her in, like, PA alone? Oh, I don't know about yeah, your I stats. Yeah, think, but... I, think, I think in PA we got like 4,000 signatures. Uh, we, I didn't do any of that. But like Mark Rosacco <laughs> and stuff, like those guys did. Like my heist, yeah. like they got, like they went out like 4,000 signatures is no fucking small feat, dude. For no. somebody you don't even really support. Right. And these people are fighting. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's like, what do you yeah. mean? Like we are clearly trying to help. While Mike Heist was doing that, he's trying to build his caucus. And he's trying to help Maj Ture's, uh city council run, like doing literally driving to Philly, passing out his flyers, coming home, trying to do decrim in Norristown. Dude, that guy, I'm telling you, uh, just lives it, dude. Dude, it's so he, yeah, he's an animal, dude. And it's like I don't, I'm just lazy, and like I don't have the. Like, that's why I can never be like a heist type guy, where like uh, like I can never like run a caucus because I'm like I don't want to mail stuff today i want to play warzone <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? that's why like i always tell i even tell the bucks guys like the bucks like for me for all the stuff we do the committees like yeah, listen my strength is this <laughs> like i'm right. good at talking and putting it out there and being funny and just talking about the message and getting people fired up and i am not the let's go out there and get signatures guy i am not the let's write a fucking declaration guy that's not me mm-hmm. you guys are that we all have parts here. That's not my part. Sorry. Because yeah. I, it's, I, I think that's good that we separate that shit. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Instead of everybody just... I told, I told that to all my people before. I, I told them my intent to run for uh, county chair. And I was just like, just so you guys know, I'm pretty sure you do already. But I detest bureaucracy. <laughs> and Robert's Rules of Order makes me, you know, anxious and I, you know, this Hate is it. not my arena. I'm doing it for the cause, right. for this reason, you know, very specific set of uh, goals. So, uh, yeah, man, I'm, I'm, like I said, yeah, I'm an activist. I'm here to, to get it wrong, dude, not to get votes, not to like, <laughs> I will, I'll, I'll participate in these things, but some people just, they, they know how to write, uh, like, counter legislation and they know how to go in and sit with their city council and do, do all these things and you know speak in this way and it's just that's not my strong suit i'm kind of 
just a hammer to like go after, you know, characters that need to be taken out. That's that's I'm like a blunt force object online. It's my yeah, my way, dude. I agree. I, I I told those guys too. I was like, uh, don't. I'm like, you guys have jobs. I was like, don't combat the trolls online. <laughs> I like, let me do it. Yeah, like I'm, I'm a comic. I can't. I can't get fired. I'm a comic. Like this is what this is what I do, right? So like, let me do it. Like I'll bash them. Like j- save it. Like we should all have parts. Like I'll be the soldier. <laughs> like I'll, I'll take yeah. the bullets. Like let me fucking do it. Let me be the loud piece. But like, uh, I do the PA Mises, uh, PA Mises podcast with uh, Rob Calvert and Jacob Winograd and uh, Matt Rickline, and um, all three of those guys. Matt's very good in like social media, like his shit. Like he's good at wording stuff and. Jacob and J- Jacob, like especially Rob, is like a fucking genius. Like Rob's like a lawyer, and like he, he puts all his thought into shit. And I'm like, yeah, we need him to write stuff. You don't want right. me. It'll come out in crayon and backwards ours. Yeah, you know, I'm like yeah. that's why we have guys like Rob <laughs> to fucking be a genius and be like, no, 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 hold on, let's do it this way. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, isn't that one of the cooler things about our movement and our party? Is this like. I mean, it's difficult at times, lots of infighting, but we got pro-life, pro-choice, we got intellectuals, we got comedians, we got, you know, libertines, and we got conservatives and liberal, whatever, like pussy hats, cowboy hats, trucker hats, fedora hats, all, all yeah. the shit. We, it covers the bandit, the gambit. I remember uh, in 2012, my band was playing Paul Fest in Tampa when Ron Paul was on his way out. And I just, that was one of the first, like, I guess, liberty events I ever went to. And that was, coming from the left, man, I was so, uh, I just assumed that no intellectuals would ever give like the layman their time or like energy to like speak. That was just, you know, the bourgeoisie versus right. the proletariat kind of mentality. But that was one of the first things that grabbed me. It's like, no, Tom Woods is down there and he's got all these, you know, like hooligans around him explaining, you know, whatever <laughs> history and Austrian economics or whatever. But we, we have to hold on to that. I think that's one of the, the best things about this party is it's true. It is the most inclusive for everybody, you know? Dude, I agree, and I think we actually ended on that. We are the most <laughs> party. Uh, Dave, tell everybody again where they can find you, social media, podcast, all that great stuff. Yeah, um, it is Dave vs Goliath. Check me out on YouTube and Odyssey, and I'm on all the podcatchers, um, Spotify and uh, Apple, Google, all that good stuff. And I'm still banned on Facebook. I've spent like six of the past seven months banned off Facebook, but I'll be back this week, I think. So Facebook, Instagram. Uh, and definitely Twitter, man. I'm I'm new to the Twitter space, but uh, Liberty Twitter is my, that's my spot. That's where I that's where I thrive. I think. Oh I yeah, like no, it. same. Uh, Liberty uh, Twitter and uh, sometimes comedy Twitter, obviously. But that's it. <laughs> so yeah, that's man. Sure as I roll with. Uh, Dave, thanks so much for coming on, dude. That was a really fucking great time. And then I uh, got yeah, hang out because I want to talk about the other stuff real quick. Uh, but everybody else, guys, catch me at Adam Nutter. On Twitter, Instagram, uh, Adam Nutter Comedy on Facebook and TikTok. Uh, check out, again, uh, that show July 10th, pop in, Chalfont, PA. Get your tickets on uh, my social media or droptent.com. Go to droptent.com for all the other great podcasts I do. Check out my comedy podcast, Cult of Us. Check out my sports podcast I do, Slapstick Sports. Uh, check me out on everything. I talk too much. Fucking, all right. <laughs> all right, guys. That is it. This has been fun. Peace out. Thanks for listening. Find Adam on social media, Twitter and IG at Adam Nutter or Facebook and TikTok at Adam Nutter Comedy. And for podcasts and merch, check out www.droptent.com. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe so you never miss an episode.